Welcome to Wheels, Deals, and Meals, where we talk all things good food, good business, and good cars. And now, here is your host, Arnold Gasita, founder and CEO of Petra Automotive Products. Let's roll. Another great show for you today. We got Joe Garza from Garza Management on today's show. He is not only a successful business and restaurant uh, uh, businessman here in the Houston local area, but he is a close personal friend of mine. So I'm excited to have him on this show today. Joe, thank you for joining us. No, thanks for the invitation, Arnold. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. So Garza Management, um, you, you own how many restaurants in Houston? Uh, Actually, it's between restaurants and bakery, about 69 restaurants. 69 bakeries and restaurant combinations Com together. Yes. Some of those are Common Bond, El uh, Bolillo. Uh, yeah, Sonic and Slim Chickens. And Slim Chickens. Well, I've ate at all of them. Right? Excellent. <laughs> I've ate at all of them. As you can see, we're at Common Bond today. And look at some of the stuff that we got here. Joe, what do, what do we have here? I think that's the Texas Club. That's Texas Club. We got some uh, Nashville shrimp. We got uh, uh, some of our uh, best uh, uh, pastries, you know, that the we make, you know, every day. All this bread is fresh. Every morning they deliver to all our bakeries. And whatever is left, they throw them away. That's, that's fantastic. I know that I have, of all this stuff, I know for sure I've ate this and this. And this is delicious. What is the name of this? Do you remember? I don't remember the name. It's I'm looking over here because his wife is on the corner, so she can tell me later what the name is. But this is like a caramel croissant, and it is delicious. We'll find the name for you here in a minute. And, of course, we got a great, great flatbread. So uh, Common Bond, Sonics, Slim Chickens, and, and El Bolillo. Baker. Yes. Total of 69 uh, restaurants and bakeries around the area. Okay, well, let's talk about some fun stuff. Of all the places you've traveled, what is what is your most favorite? Well, let me tell you, we've been traveling a lot. We've been in Egypt, in Europe, Paris, but I'll be honest with you, it's nothing like home. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> we love this country more than any other place. That's that's for sure. Yes, but you're so right because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how crazy the politics get. When you travel the world, you realize that no matter what, this is the best country in the world. 100%. And there is nothing like home and all, and all of the stuff that is, that is um, um, like home. Oh, we got more food coming out. They knew that I like food, so. In Spanish, they call me gordo, which means fat so, so this is part of the, this is part of the, the foods coming out. So, but if you had to pick one place, not to live, but just to travel and visit, what would be the one place that you would like? Well, Egypt, it was super nice. A lot of culture. The only thing, the food, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great diet, but, but it was one. That and uh, uh, Istanbul, Turkey. Turkey is a lot of history in Turkey, and uh, that's one of the two that, you know, that probably I like the most. That's great. Those are, I mean, people say all the time that Istanbul is a place that everybody should visit. Yes. Because it's just, it's so much history of all kinds, like everybody, everything met there, right? 
from Muslims to Christianity. This is like a center point of, of all of those religions coming together. Uh, that's on my bucket list in Istanbul. I haven't been there yet, but I would, I would love I would love to go. So tell me something. What is your favorite car? My favorite car, probably since I was little, is when I started watching the series of uh, Thomas uh, Magnum PI, uh -huh. the Ferrari. Yes. Oh my God, that was my favorite car. So when are we buying it? Huh? When are we buying it? Uh, I need to ask permission to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting right over there. We can ask permission now. <laughs> Ferrari is good. Ferrari is good. I, I, you know, so many business people. That's, I think that's a, a, it's a, it's almost a milestone. I think it's a childhood dream of so many people to have a Firestone. I mean, a, uh, a, a Ferrari. And I think when they get the availability of doing that, um, it's, it's a dream come true to get that. The only problem uh, is a lot more difficult right now because to get in and get out of the car. <laughs> yes. The email on me. Tell me about it. <laughs> but you got a Corvette and you get in and out of that pretty good. So it'll be yeah. it'll be it'll be a little bit similar. a little bit similar. So Joel, tell me how did you get in this business? Well, let me ask you how long have you been in this business? Uh, since the early nineties. You were how old? Uh, I was well actually we start since we were dating back on probably 1984, 85, we opened our first st uh, hamburger stand. We didn't know what we were doing. And let me tell you, we felt so bad. So not a Sonic, but your own stand. Yes, yes. Me and my wife, when we were dating, it was 1984, 85, 84 probably. Oh, early. I, I'm bad with dates, but we opened our first one, and let me tell you, we didn't know anything, and we felt so bad. And then in the early 90s, I started working for Sonic, and from there, you know, I, I was... So a, you were working for Sonic corporate? No, just for a franchisee. Just for a franchisee? Yeah, I was a manager for a franchisee. And from there, uh, uh, I learned the business. They gave me the opportunity. To learn the business and then uh, a few years later you know, give me the opportunity to acquire one sonic what do you think when you were working there before you owned anything what did you learn what do you think what do you think are some things that you learned you know in the in those couple of years that you did not own anything that you were working for somebody what did you learn that you're still that that has taught you what to do today let me tell you it's more than what i learned I see the owner, what a great life he was giving himself. Traveling, nice cars, and I say, you know what? I want to do that. And, and a lot of people tell me, why you went into the restaurant business? Well, more why do I went is because I see, you know, how great of a life they were living. And, uh, uh, and one of the biggest thing, you know, that you learn in the restaurant business it's, we're not in the food business, we're in the people business. If we take care of our employees, everything is going to be great. But everything starts with our employees. You know, it's funny you say that because we've interviewed a lot of people in the automotive industry and people in the restaurant industry, some high-end restaurants actually. And, and every single person has told me, you take care of the employees, the employee takes care of the people, right? And you have to have good product. 
that's basically been just about in every interview we've done the, the, the three key things that we've taken away from people. You just said it again, right? Take care of your employees, right? Because they'll take care of the people and then you got to have a good product. Yeah, and, and the biggest thing in restaurant, I don't think you can have the best food, but as long as you have consistency in your product, you're going to be successful. You want people to always be able to buy the same thing. The same thing. Because same your expectation is going to be, I know what this piece of bread tastes. I want to taste the same way every single time I go in. So a month from now, when I come to Common Bond and I buy this bread that I love, it should taste the same. Exactly. How do you how do you ensure that happens? Well, let me tell you, we got a lot of room for opportunities and we try every day to make sure that, you know, we have that consistency. And that's what we try to do it every single time. Is that is that part of your so it's called a Coogan Amon? Coogan Oman. Listen, if you're ever around Houston and you go to Common Bond, you got to try this. A Coogan Oman. It is delicious. Delicious. So when we're talking about consistency, when we're talking about making sure the quality is there, do the managers at your store, is that part of their responsibility? Well, we got a chef and uh, that is the one and we got a, a, another chef of cuisine in each store and they check every day that the food, you know, have the same consistency. Do you ever go around the stores just to try and check? Like, do you yes. go visit stores and go, hey, I want this, and, and you just, you're kind of testing and making sure? Yes, I hate to say this, but uh, <laughs> it was, what, three, four, but three days ago, I went probably uh, every other day to our, one of our brands, I don't want to say right, which right, one, right, right. in order. And the same sandwich tastes different on all three places. Wow. And it was a big, you know, a, a red flag for us. I said, something is happening. And we have to go back, regroup, and say, okay, what are we doing? But it was, it was surprising. Three, the same sandwich tastes different in three different places. Wow. Must have been an off day. Because I, I know that I have gone to a lot of your places, and they all taste the same. The consistency and the quality is always there for sure. But that's probably why, because you check it out, you went, and you said, okay, there's an issue. Let's figure out where the problem is and fix it, right? Don't just let it happen. Let's figure out what the problem is and let's fix it. Okay, so you work for somebody, then you decided to buy one store. That is Tell cool. me the rest of the story. What happened after that? Well, it was not as easy as people think buying one store because, you know, the store was losing money. It was hard to get money. You need to get a license from Sonic. That was my first store. But after all that happened, you know, uh, it took us about two and a half years. And we were not living out of the store. We were living out of my wife's salary because she was teaching. And that's, that's what we're supporting because the restaurant it was giving us no money. Finally, they started giving us a little bit of money. That's when Sonic Corp offer us another store and I said, yes, as long as you do the owner finance, I'm doing it. If not, I can. <laughs> and they give us the opportunity. And from there, you know, the, the, the rest is history. So work at a store for a few years. Actually for almost 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Then bought a store. Yeah. Then another opportunity to buy another store. And then little by little, 
and then you branched out of the sonic world, right? That is correct. So, so what, what do you think today, how many employees do you think total you have now? We got close to 4,000 employees right now. 4,000 employees in all the 69 locations yes. you have. What's the, when, when, when your HR, when people hire um, employees today, what's, what's the, what are they looking for and what's the hardest thing today in hiring people? Probably it's more uh, that uh, being uh, uh, responsible, being uh, 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 being dedicated, you know, to a job. You know, it, it been a lot of issues the last couple of years. We've seen things getting a little bit better, but uh, uh, we're looking for, you know, I will. I always tell our managers. I said, hey, if you can meet the parents of the person that you're going to hire, that's a lot better because the parents, they want the kids to do good. Mm -hmm. And we're looking, you know, and we make mistakes, you know. Sometimes we hire people that we think that, uh, uh, that they're going to be good and, you know, they, they were not for them that kind of job. So it sounds like you're saying that you're hiring more on character than experience. A hundred percent correct. Yeah. You want somebody with character, integrity, you can teach the rest. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's not, and we believe a lot on training. We believe that uh, if we got a good training program, they're going to last long. So if I was to get a job at Common Bond today, how long is my training program? I don't think I'm going to give one to you because you're going to be eating all my bread. <laughs> but no, no. You probably, if I was eating, <laughs> I got a job okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Probably 90 days. 90 really? Days. Yes. Yes. No kidding. Because let me tell you, we were looking our, you know, our periods of time that uh, when we don't train somebody properly, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to be, you know, you're going to stress yourself a lot and you're going to quit, and I'm going to waste that money. I prefer to have a store without a manager than throw somebody that uh, I'm going to lose. That'll mess up your culture. Well, more than that, they, they, I, I'm worried about you, that you're going to get frustrated, you're going to get upset, and you're going to say in one month, this is not for me, I'm out of here, and I already invest money on you. Yeah. Yeah, so you know what's coming. Exactly. You know, they, you know they're doing that. How, how, how has the restaurant industry changed from when you started to now? No, a lot. So a give, lot. Me, give me a couple of things that have changed. Employees. Employees have changed. Yeah, people, they were more uh, responsible. They were more afraid, you know, of uh, I have to do my job. And right now, uh, you know, it's I don't know if it's so many options or... Uh, or this new generation, you know, think a little bit different than us. So you hit on the fourth thing that everybody talks about when we do a podcast, that the, um, the people that you hired today don't have the drive, the work ethics that people had before. Is that fair? That's fair enough to so, say. Yes, yeah. that is correct. You know, you, how many hours, did, when you first got into this and you didn't own a store, you were working for somebody, how many hours did you work a day? Probably about 12 to 13 hours a day. And I didn't care. I want to learn the business. I want to be the best. 
And I want to make sure, you know, that I keep moving up. And, and, and part of that, you probably wanted to make your boss see how good you were. Yeah, no, no, that, that was my number one goal. I want to say, hey, I'm the best of all your stores. I remember when I started in my business, I wanted to be there before the owner came. And I would stay until the owner left. I always in my mind said, I want to make sure that he see when he walks in, I want the first thing he sees is me. And the last thing he sees is me. You know, and we, we had this, we worked we worked and worked. It was just what we did, right? I remember my grandfather would tell me, my dad as well, that if I, it didn't matter what position I had, always find something to do. And they would tell me, even if you're the president of a company, if, if, if you have nothing to do, go find a broom and start sweeping. But find something to do. Always be doing something. Always be active in the company. And I think that's changed a little bit today with the younger crowd coming in. I agree with you 100%. And, uh, and, and right now, the way, you know, we try to help and advise our people is, guys, you know, we don't need to grow anymore. You know, we live a, thanks God, a comfortable life. But, you know, we keep growing to give more opportunities to the people who really want to have an opportunity. And that's the way we look at it right now. It's not like I need to get another business because I'm going to make another $20. No. It's because, you know what, I can probably create an opportunity for Arnold, and Arnold can create another one for somebody else. That is our main goal right now. That's, there's no greater goal. There's no better goal than to do that. What, what is, what, que conmueve Joel? What is your passion? What is something you, what, what moves you to do things? Probably my grandkids. Something for them. Yeah, and, and they can learn. They can learn, you know, that uh, I'm not going to hand you everything. Like my kids, i give you a good example. When they were little, it was like, guys, please, I don't want to hurt that you went to one of your mom's or mine restaurants. Because remember, that belonged to us, not to you guys. Yeah. And you be unrespectful to any of our employees. Or you don't say thank you. Or you don't say please. Because you know what? That's the last time you're going to put a foot on that restaurant. <laughs> right. They learn pretty quick. Yeah. 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 It's not yours. Be respectful. Say thank you. Exactly. And, and they got to earn it. Exactly. Now, all your kids are in the business with you, right? Yeah. All, all three kids. All three. Okay. Two boys and a girl. Yes. Okay. How many grandkids you have? We got uh, eight. Eight. Yeah. Big family. A lot of room to grow and a lot of restaurants to buy. <laughs> <laughs> So is there, what's next in the Goddess of Man? If you can say it, if you can, it's okay. But what's next in the Goddess of Management? What's We're looking in a few projects, you know, right now that uh, uh, open a little bit more restaurants and more common bonds, something close to your house. It would be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I live far, that's my yeah. fault. But So you're at 69 today. Come December, what do you think the number's going to be? Right now, we're going to open uh, El Bolillo Bakery next month. And then probably, probably it's going to be about 73, 75. Okay, good. That's but we'll see. That's almost one a month, which is a big thing, right? Well, and the good thing is this. We've got the, the infrastructure already that is a little bit easy to do you know, uh, uh, to go and acquire something. If you, if people were getting in this business today, if they were going to get in the restaurant business today, 
kind of like you were, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, what would be an advice that you would give them? The advice that I give everybody is this, any kind of business that you want to go in, go work that business for a year to make sure that that's what you want to do, to make sure that that's what you like, to make sure that, you know what? Yes, I'm going to do good at this. And then you can go and, and open or acquire business, any kind of business, not just restaurants. That way you can learn because I don't care how much money you make. If you don't love what you do, you're going to be miserable. You gotta love what you do. Yeah, that's good advice. Go do what. Go work. Go work for, for somebody. A, yeah, for in a the year. industry you want to get in. Exactly. For a year or more, then do what you gotta do. Exactly. Because you're gonna learn a lot of experience. Experience that college can't teach you. Exactly. That's that's hard knocks experience. You know that nobody else will be able to. Nobody else will teach you teach you in that. So let me ask you, um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite alcohol? Uh, tequila. <laughs> I knew the answer. I don't, I don't think that one. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite restaurant? Let me tell you, and this is going to blow everybody's mind. I'm a fast food guy. I'm not a, I'm, I, I, I prefer to go to a fast food every day than a fancy restaurant. So what's your fast food place? Well, you know, I like Sonic. That's a fast food. Uh, and uh, I like uh, mm, Freddy's uh, hamburgers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Popeyes. All right, all right, good, good. Fast food guy. I yeah, love it. slim chickens. You know that, that, that that's that's me. <laughs> that's good. I like the, the the breakfast from McDonald's. The magrito. I like right, that. Right, yeah. right. Okay, okay. That's good. That's good. Is Angie the same? Your wife feel the same way? No. Nah. <laughs> not, not, not the fast food way. Yeah, she's a little more. I want to try this. I want to try that. Yeah, I don't think. I think my wife would be right there with you on the on that on that one. Although I like fast food. You know what? I travel so much. It is convenient, and it's not bad. You know, it's convenient, and like you say, you know what you're going to get. Yes. Right. Doesn't matter where you go, whatever airport I'm at, you know what you're going to get. Yes. So that's that's always good. Yeah. Um, do you cook? Do you yes. yourself cook? Yes. What do you? What's your favorite dish to make? Uh, the fajitas, uh, the ribeyes outside on the grill. That's mainly the two things. How come you have not invited me to try your ribeye or fajita? Now that I know this information, now next, that I now that I know next, this next time. this great information, how next come time. I have not tasted the ribeye and the and the fajitas? Well, Joe, we appreciate you being with us. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you taking your time, talking to us, give us your, uh, uh, you know, prospect on, on your business and on food and on life and on things you like. So thank you for being with us. Oh, thank that. you. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. Thank you for listening to Wheels, Deals and Meals, your main source for all things good and fun, business, food and cars. If you like this episode, make sure to rate us and subscribe. If you would like to be a guest on our show, please leave a message at the link below. Till next time, happy eating.